0: Hello, and welcome to Planet Homemaking Podcast. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is episode 601. And today we continue looking into the shadow of jinky 29, which is half-heartedness. And we started looking into this Genki, uh, this shadow of this Jinky yesterday, how it connected it is to the 28th shadow, with the exception that it's more like... Um, and an element of the 28 shadow to move from half-heartedness to commitment uh becomes the element that uh, allows us to move through the 28 shadow one of them because the other one is detachment detachment and commitment and there's another jinking that that deals with detachment uh far ahead 50 uh, something i'm not i'm not remembering right now but um When we finally take the leap, this is the kind of the keynote of this jinky leaping into the void, right? And the part that I kind of disagree with uh, um, uh, Richard Rod in this is that he's talking about luck as if it was something that exists outside of you. But the way that I see it is not luck, is the consequence of attention? You are uh, collapsing the the, um, the wave into the particle the moment that you um, commit to hold your attention in a very specific, uh, um, you know, focus in a, in a very specific point of of, of laser focus. Uh, then you are creating ripples in the field because you are collapsing the wave. You are creating reality, and it's more like we, you are rearranging matter. Uh, it's that point is that the, the, when, when we talk about holding your attention, we're talking about opening a valve, and that would be the uh, frontal lobe that uh, where you where we people call it the you know third eye right. But it's not a third eye, it's just really starting to work with your glance at the physical level. But at a metaphysical level, you're opening a door for the light of God to pass through you and hone that light into a laser, into a very specific point in reality. What you're doing is you're throwing a stone into, into, into physicality and creating ripples. And so, uh, uh, you know, what he calls luck, I called uh, manifestation. It's just wherever you hold. And, and it's, it's not just uh, having your attention somewhere, but it's more than that. This is the, the who you are, who is observing, who is watching. Because I think we talk about here also is observing yourself. We are the character playing the story in, in, our, in our life, the story of our life. But we're also the observer observing us playing the story, right? Um, and when we read the character of the personality, now we have a vehicle. Now we have, uh, um, we're writing the character. And so it's no, it's no longer the character uh, making decisions out of ignorance, it's, it's following the commands of the observer. And what, what I mean by that is there's the choice. Everything comes from free will. That is the, the core. But who is choosing to put the attention where? Because that is the free will. And so the observer is, is, is putting the attention. But is that will behind that chooses? that the, the, the chooses to hold the attention, that is the commitment. And, and to which degree we are holding the attention because it's, you know, we're not trained to hold our attention. Uh, we are more trained to let, uh, uh, you know, let our attention be guided by, you know, the propaganda of the matrix but when we instead of of listening to whatever the world is saying we decide what we're going to look at now we're shifting parallel universes now we are shifting parallel timelines and this is very important at this point right now cuz we're at a point on our history and our civilization where you got all these parallel timelines, which are, they are beginning to coalesce into into less and less possibilities uh, for those who don't have the ability to choose their focus, right? And I'm not saying that they don't have the ability, but they don't know they have it. If you don't know something, then it might as well you don't have it because it's just sitting there and you have absolutely no idea that you have that. But the, the, the choice here is, is at the very core, very simple. Are you going to focus on fear or are you going to focus on love? And what I mean love is not airy-fairy, new-agey, hoggy bullshit, sage my ass. I'm talking about respect, deep respect for life, for your life and for the life of everyone and everything. That is love at a subatomic level, the, the, the power that binds subatomic molecules, uh, 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 subatomic particles that turn into, mol- into, into, um, into atoms, that turn into molecules, that turn into matter, right? That is the kind of love I'm talking about, the love that the respect that you have for your own will, for your own God-given free will. The respect that you have, somebody comes with some bullshit theory about reality. And I'm not saying it's not true. What I'm saying is that there's multiple parallel universes, parallel realities existing. We're walking right next to people that are existing in a completely different universe. When you start talking to them, we're like, whoa, this person is convinced about all of this. And you know it's bullshit. You know, or it's not necessarily real in your universe. You know, it might be completely real in theirs, and and this applies to you know at the very very core and very very physical. Right now, we have this whole uh, 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 literal uh, coup d'état, worldwide coup d'état, economic uh, uh, um, and and pharmaceutical and political and we have evidence that there's like you know they have infiltrated positions of power in all levels of government and and i'm talking about just you know physical stuff so that you know you can actually see okay well this is not metaphysical woo you can actually corroborate this right and and even then you with showing them evidence you still hear people, that is not true. Because why? Because of mass formation psychosis. Because all of these uh, coagulations of, of, of focus eventually uh, land on physical reality and, and find a way to manifest. And in this case, we got the manifestation of mass formation psychosis. Which is the explanation of why people can't potentially see the r- stupidity of of, of, of the uh, um of the beliefs they have on, on on stuff where they give their power away uh, to situations and people that are blatantly lying and, and, and changing their position every five minutes. And they can't possibly see it anymore. They're on another timeline. And so you are living next to people that are existing in parallel universes. When you ha- have the, the presence within yourself, To hold your attention, you have a commitment. And so that commitment elevates you from half-heartedness and immediately manifests your timeline. So when we're talking about here, about the decision that it's right now, it's not necessarily understanding all the details and nuances of the, you know, the games of the humans. But it's understanding in your heart. Who are you? Are you love? Or are you afraid of dying? Because this is the the, the, the the challenge right now. Everything that's coming up to whatever degree that's landing in your reality is challenging your fear of death, your fear of your impotence or, or suffering, or everything that, that's coming in every direction, one way or another, challenging your finances, challenging your security, challenging your stability, your relationships, your social. Uh, interactions, your social stature, right? Who are you, and 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 to which degree uh, can you hold your attention in God, in love, in truth, in your heart, regardless of whoever says anything about anything, even when they say, "Well, this is a fact, and it has happened," and it's like, no. You choose that timeline, you hold your attention on that, and you are shifting parallel universes. To understand the power of quantum physics, when you understand the observer collapses the particle, and it's not necessarily related with anybody else. When you understand that because you have, you have been given free will, you have the power to shift parallel timelines parallel universe right here right now, this is what what quantum physics is the quantum world is all of these infinite possibilities existing simultaneously. And that is what ultimately creates the physical world. So to truly have that understanding is to have the the, the peace of heart to know that you are um, a guided, directed, Taken care of and 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 protected and and ushered into uh, an awakening reality, into a, 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 a king, into the kingdom of heaven, Christ consciousness. To know that, to have the peace and centeredness that as you see reality collapse next to you, you could be blindfolded and you're just walking and you're navigating and you're listening to your intuition. And you're going to pass through realities that are collapsing next to you, but none of that's going to touch you because you have made a decision. You have made a commitment to love, a commitment to God, a commitment to your evolution. And because of that, now you have the energy to offer, to shade, to radiate, because when you put that attention, you're making ripples. So wherever you go, people... Get that timeline. It's you're, you're busting timelines as you go, not because that's your intent, but because that's the nature of, of uh, quantum physics, right? So we're going to be talking about this half-heartedness today and uh, shadow of Jinky29 and, and what does it mean to be committed. Not totally yet, because we're going to get to that at some point, but uh, just... Laying, kind of like laying out the foundation of this jinky. Because remember, the shadow is the seed of the whole thing. We are not here to push away this half-heartedness in this case or whatever shadow you were looking at. We're here to integrate it. We're here to look into the fear and walk straight into it and put it in your heart because that's the only way we're going to rescue that because that's the that's the source of of energy when you have that in your heart then we have the ability to 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 uh, you know open our attention look into it now god is flowing that energy like a laser and it's going to make it grow into a tree into your heart right it's not your job to try to fix or figure out what the shadow means your job is to take responsibility for it, to observe it and to make it conscious by looking in. That's it. Looking into it. And so that's what we're going to be doing today. If you're new to the podcast and you don't know what we're talking about here, you want to go to Jorn.TV. That's J-O-U-R-N.TV. That's the homepage of the podcast. At the very bottom, we have five links. One of them says Gene Keys. Click on that one and that'll take you to episode 256. Uh, when you're there, uh, you can uh, listen to that episode that will get you started with uh, what we're doing here. And there's also a link there that says click here to get your own free personalized hologenetic profile. This is the map we're using to heal ourselves, to find the unconscious misunderstandings of reality that are flowing, uh, that, are, that, that we have pushed aside, suppressed within ourselves. Bring that to conscious awareness. And the more we we rescue all these parts of ourselves, the more powerful we become because we become more present. And the more present you are, the more, more peaceful you are within, the more reality can manifest organically without you needing to push anything because the push happened inside and now you've integrated that. So that's the work we're doing here. We're using this tool called the Hologenetic Profile. And you'll see this link, click on that one and that'll take you to episode, I'm sorry, that'll take you to the Jinkies website where you can download your free personalized hologenetic profile that is specifically tailored to your body genetically in this incarnation and spiritually, uh, your spiritual challenges in this lifetime. Uh, and, And it will show you the map so that you know where to look for these shadows, right? And how to, and exactly where they're going, how they're gonna be transformed into a gift, and these are all hints. Because ultimately, this is just a, a, a fire, a, a, um, um, wood to your fire, the fire of contemplation. We take this information. What we're doing here, we're just studying philosophy. This is um, a high frequency data information that we input into the brain. So that we can have this conversation with God, we have high frequency conversation. We're asking high frequency questions, uh, questions related to our very specific situations in our lives, and then you're gonna get high frequency answers that are relevant to your specific situation. That is why I love this work because it's not generalized. I don't know what you need in your life, but these are the keys, the gene keys. And that's how we change our whole body at that genetic level with the power of awareness. And this is the most powerful uh, force in the universe. There is nothing that can uh, 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 take away the power of God that flows through your conscious awareness. That is how life is made. So, uh, you know, there's nothing that you need to be afraid of on anything that's going on because because you have access to the, the ultimate force in the universe. And because you understand that it's none of your business to mess up with anybody else's choice, because when you start to uh, try to create other people's or choose other people's realities, you create a ripple that comes back to you that's going to uh, do that to you. So, uh, so we got to be very careful that everything you put out comes back to you. You put out love, love's going to come back to you. You put out control, control's going to come back to you. This is how we learn how to properly live. And so I, that's why I love this system. It's a great tool. And uh, on that page, you'll see, on that uh, episode 256, you'll see everything to learn about this jinkies. And there's an index. We have over 300 episodes that talk about this when you come back with your hologenetic profile, just choose on the on the uh, search above of the website or app uh, uh, any word you see on that map, and we have an episode or many that talk about it. And we also have tons of uh, episodes that talk about the jinkies, but we're still on Jinky Twenty Nine, so we still have a lot to go. If you want to learn more about uh, planet homemaking, click on the About tab and listen to episode one. Also at the bottom of that page. We have the resources section that explains what's been going on the last three years. We're in the middle of a transition into a new consciousness. And and the task here is to learn how to differentiate the truth from lies. How to choose your timeline because of the nature of your knowledge. And what is your knowledge is the power of your heart. To see through the lies of the world. Number one, you have to see through your own lies or the lies that you've told yourself. We've all done this. We look into our shadows, rescue the uh, you know suppressed or, or repressed or separated, pushed away parts of ourselves, reclaim our power. And with that open heart, we can step into the world and now we can bring our gift of healing that we found in the darkness and now we the, the way we do that is we we recognize the truth what's going on in the world and now we have a reference point cuz how are you going to know how to fix the house unless you know you find out what's wrong with it you know, you go buy a house and, and you're going to be doing an inspection, you know, okay, well, that roof is falling it's because it's full of termites, you know, and then, you know, we have foundation problem here. We have some, uh, you know, rotting at the, the bottom of here. And so you go through the whole, you know, before you buy this house, you go through the entire thing and you go like, well, there's a lot of work to do here. And then you bring that price down because now you have, um you have an inspection, right? And so, how are we going to create a new reality unless we know what's wrong with, with everything that's going on? Not to get stuck into that because that's what people, people lose uh, track of what needs to be done and they get stuck in trying to fix the problem. But it's not your job to fix the problem. Your job is to know what the problem is so that you can say, I no longer choose that reality. We're going to build a new house. So the Because the house is on shambles right now The the inspection went really, really wrong. So what you need to do is bring a complete bulldozer and just, you know, take the whole thing down and build a new reality. But it's not our job to fight the establishment, the the matrix, the old paradigm matrix uh, hierarchical system. Our job is to know what not to do so that we can create a completely new reality based on freedom and presence and love. And that's our goal here. So uh, uh, let's dive into the second part of this uh, 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 a shadow of half-heartedness, um, uh, Jinky29, right? And as always, I'm not a teacher of anything. No one can teach you this stuff. I'm just studying this thing, learning how to uh, 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 see things in a, in a new light and um and uh, so that's what we're doing here. You know, I'm contemplating this stuff, putting it on, on, on podcast format so that people can find about this and you can use it for uh, your own um, uh, evolution, your own awakening, your own uh, becoming conscious of how much, uh, how much power exists beyond and through the heart. Because the power of connected heart and mind, that's what we're working here a completely a completely new reality because we've been living in a tilted reality that just uh, operates on logic what we're doing here is learning how to balance 50-50 heart and mind and now you have a proper navigational vehicle uh, the body the mind you can properly navigate this reality because uh, you know the main thing and what we're going to be looking into today is we're so used to having absolute control of everything but now there is no floor We have reached a point where you have to learn how to trust God in order to navigate what's happening. So let's dive into this 29th shadow. The 29th shadow keeps most human beings in repeating patterns because they do not follow things through to their natural endings. And this is the main thing that happens in our lives. We don't get shit done. We don't finish stuff. And so because we don't finish, they keep, that stuff keeps looping back. So true commitment includes the energy to overcome obstacles and adversity. Every time you move forward, there's going to be an obstacle and you're going to be looking into that. But because you have that commitment to your attention and your, you know, the end result, the attention when you want to create that reality, that timeline, your end result is the timeline. We are living in a free world, a beautiful reality. You have your heart open, you're fulfilled, you're connected with people, you're creating, you're you're present, you are, um, God is flowing through your life and uh, the world is amazing, right? And so it's not your job to figure out how. Your job is to, to be present here and take that next step. We're into the void. We're leaping into the void. You're stepping into nothing, but as that food comes down into air, thin air, the floor manifests right under your feet because you are focused and present, right? And so um uh so and and that's what it what it means by by uh, uh having the ability to overcome these obstacles because you're taking them one by one, right? You're not trying to eat the entire elephant in one bite, right? So half-heartedness is about giving up at the first sign of trouble or discomfort. And ultimately, all half-heartedness is rooted in deep, unembraced fear. What does this mean to embrace your fear? This is the best contemplation. And we went through the entire thing on Jinky 20, 28. Embrace your fear is looking at it and just sitting with it. Put it in your heart and freak out. while you're like holding it, and just not uh, having and uh, don't not identify with it. You realize that this is an observation, right? Because fear doesn't exist. This is the mind that's freaking out, right? Fear in itself is an illusion, but when when you know when you're thinking about it, when you're putting your attention on something that you're afraid of. You are not present, you're in the future, right? So it's bringing it to the present and and, and that's the job because when you uh, call for that fear from the future into the present, it begins dissolving because now you're here and, you know, you're still alive, right? And whatever challenge you might have in the present, you can put your attention to it and, and take care of it, Right? Or you might even be able to see it coming. Oh my God, here comes the lion. Oh my God, here comes the lion. You have time to get into the house or to get your machine gun, whatever, right? Because you're seeing it coming, right? That is presence. So um, so the lesson that comes from the 29th shadow is simple. If you quit something too soon, you will stay in the same old loop, repeating that thing because you didn't finish it. Life will bring it back to you. But if you follow experiences through to the end, you will make quantum leaps both in terms of your and what he calls your good fortune and your fulfillment. What um what because he's 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 talking about the way that Chinese used to talk, you know, 5000 years ago about what is good fortune? And good fortune is really just the collapsing of the of the wave uh, wave particle function. It's really just the nature of your attention is gonna collapse that particle in in, in a specific manifestation. So it's not it's not a woo woo fairy fairy uh, lock. You know, it's the consequence of focus because your attention is present because you've integrated your fear. Yes, you might be freaking out. But you walking with that attention, and you have the the fear is inside. It's you're not looking outside and, and pointing fingers. It's their fault. It's their fault. It's their fault. It's my mom's fault. It's my ancestors' fault. No, this is my fear, mine. I'm the one who's afraid. And so now you have your power inside. You don't fully understand it, but it's inside you. And you walking. That is the warrior, right? Ultimately, you know that's how uh, how you go to war, right? So um um right so uh, uh, so you this is it will bring you fulfillment right ultimately because you finished that cycle so you need to see this shadow like all the shadows it has a beneficial purpose in the long run it teaches you to value It teaches you the value of your experiences when you look back upon them with hindsight. If you look back and keep seeing the same old emotional traumas repeating in your life, you will eventually learn that what you are doing or not doing that is causing these patterns. So uh, it's paying attention, paying attention to your experiences. Are you looping somewhere? Is the same shit keep happening why does it keep happening? And, and paying attention, why is this stuff keeps happening? And, and the answer is, is very simple here. You haven't finished the cycle of that. Whatever that needs to happen, there's a, there's a cycle that needs to be completed. So uh, it's not about trying to figure out what the cycle is. It's about having that conversation with God and say, God, show me what is this cycle that I have to finish so that I, have, so that I can move out of this loop and it has to do with an understanding of a physical and metaphysical experience. What is exactly that's going on here? What? What do I keep putting my attention on? Because that's the ultimate power, and this is the ultimate grace of God. When you have the ability to shift your attention at will, this is when you make quantum leaps in consciousness and shift parallel universes. when you have the ability to shift your attention. Move it to another place at will. And that is, that is you know, a, a pro tip right there. You don't necessarily need to finish a cycle. You need to understand what the cycle is about. Yes, most of the time, 90% of the time, you're going to have to have the physical experience and, and go, well, this whole thing was like this. But sometimes you can even accelerate, like fast forward the experience. Let's say you've been looping on that one for the last 20, 30 years, and it keeps happening. So you've already have a lot of that. But you haven't really finished that because there's always you step before the cycle is over. So you, you, when you become fully present and you're committed and you have that conversation with God and you say, God, okay, now show me how to end this cycle. And it's always the key here is love. The true meaning of self-respect and respect for all of life. When you focus on that one, you will find that which... Is the lesson there? Maybe there's the disrespect towards yourself because you're over committing, or the disrespect towards yourself because you're not committing, right? And ultimately, out of that, you have the power and the energy to understand the experience. It's not your responsibility what anybody else does, but it's your responsibility what are you giving in the experience? These are just tips, right? Hints. You take that and, and integrate it into your life, observe it and say, well, how does this fit here and here and here? So um, uh, um, um, so if you look back and keep seeing these same old emotional traumas repeating in your life, you will eventually learn what you're doing or not doing that is causing these patterns, right? So it's paying attention. And it's interesting that word I keep saying, right? Paying, paying attention, It's a prize that you have. Your power, your currency is attention. When you pay attention to everything, you get a good because you're buying something. What are you buying? You're buying reality. So the ancient Chinese word uh, for this jinki had a wonderful and somewhat disturbing name for the 29 jinki or hexagram. They call it the abysmal. And it was considered one of the major symbols for predicting danger on life's path. This is exactly what the 29 shadow does. It keeps throwing you into very challenging situations in which your commitment is tested. Once you have embarked on a certain path in life, you are flying blind. And what, you know, and this is kind of like the way that uh, uh, Richard Ross sees it from a very physical perspective. But the way that I see it is, is the one who's flying blind is the personality, because this is where you, um, this is where you learn to know that you're not alone. You know, we we are being taught to um, to fend for ourselves in this world, but when you realize that you're supported by the entire of creation, by the grace of God, and you learn to trust that. That you are a child of God and that you have been given life and free will, and that you're infinitely supported, you know, you begin to realize that you're not alone. You're not on this one to figure out yourself because that is the that is the loop of of the of the unfinished commitment. Trying to control life. We are not here to control life. We're here to learn. So that we can have a beautiful, fulfilled experience and understand all of life, right? But it takes uh, that, and then he comes to, because we're looking into the 28 Jinky also, you know, the second part of that, uh, you know, work towards totality, to move from the shadow of purposelessness to the shadow of totality, you have to have commitment and you have to have detachment, right? So that's the other part of this equation, the detachment, right? So, uh, but but what he really means is is that leaping into the void, what Abraham would call the uh, you know driving at night from San Francisco to to New York, you know, with your you know highlights on on and just seeing about hundred feet ahead, but you got the map you know where the road is going. You know, there might be at some point uh, a tree has fallen on the road and now you're stuck and now you got to call a helicopter. I don't know. You know, there's going to be challenges, but you know where you're going. And at that point, you know, you might just, you know, find another route and now you're on another road and you're going to have a different adventure. There's a reason why things happen and you are, uh, as as long as you know that you are connected to your timeline. There is no fear. You don't have anything to fear, right? And this is the most important, to look at fear and take responsibility for it and say, this is my own fucking head trip. And then God can actually do its work because you're not putting your fear in your attention as, as an obstacle in your own life, right? That's allowing this leap into the void to actually coagulate a floor as you step in the, into nothing. Uh, so, um, right. So you have only the power of your commitment to carry you through this abyss, through the abyss, right? The commitment. This is the power of your commitment to choose your timeline, with half-heartedness, you're constantly concerned about where this path will take you and whether you have made the right decision in the first place. You're not committed. You're not present. You're doubting, right? Uh, uh, so your fears heckle you from within and threaten to undermine your commitment. That's when uh, your commitment is it's tested and weakened from within, Because you haven't made the decision. What the decision is, is very simple. I have chosen God. This is my timeline. I have chosen love. I have chosen presence. I have chosen integrity. I have chosen myself, my life, and love. I have chosen to focus my attention. I have chosen a beautiful future for humanity. I have chosen awakening. And I have chosen also ease and presence. I don't need to go. It doesn't need, you don't need to suffer. You know, we suffer because we are kind of like the hamster on the hamster wheel doing the same fucking thing. And and it doesn't work, right? But if we trust that there are other options, infinite possibilities... And we surrender to what shows up, and we navigate, and we trust that life is going to open up. Listening to your internal navigation system, your God's owner, right? You can make decisions, and this is what we're this is what we're talking about. Having this ability to uh, listen to your intuition at every moment and navigate through reality. Through these, like the reality is collapsing right now in every ways. You have collapsing timelines all around us. You go, now I go to the supermarket, man, the faces on people, they're freaking out. They're like green or like everybody's like, they, nobody knows what the fuck's going on, but you do. And as long as you have, and this is why, uh, this is the, the power of faith, right? It doesn't matter what religion you have. If you have faith, you have it. This is what I'm talking about. I'm talking about faith. <laughs> a little bit more educated because it's not just a faith, Is you understanding the process of what faith is, right? And at the same time, not understanding the full process because it's also the mystery. You have that male, female, 50-50% right there, right? So, um... um So your fears, if you're not committed, will heckle you from within and threaten to undermine your commitment. If you yield to them, you actually create the conditions for misfortune, right? Not create luck. Because now your attention has moved from your goal to the fucking fear. And what that's going to happen, it's going to coagulate, it's going to create ripples of that attention, which is... Being afraid of something and what's it gonna create? It's gonna create that. Right? And what a trip, right? Because this is the challenge. I'm not saying this is easy peasy, this is a challenge. So it's uh you know, the, the greatest tool here is just to be able to breathe deep and position your attention. This is spiritual reps. You're doing reps with your attention. Hold it where you want it. And then the more you do it, the more you're going to be able to keep it there. Right? Because it, it tries it's trying to be hijacked into the fears, the the propaganda of the media. It's always or whatever idiot comes you find in the street saying, "Oh, the world is going to shit." Blah, 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 blah. They're trying to steal your attention. To feed, because that's energy, right? That's where the God comes from, your attention. And they want to plug your attention into their timeline so that you feed and build their whatever head trip. And you say, fuck that and fuck you. I love you, but you go create your own timeline. And you know, I'll see you when I see you. Good luck. (laughs) You put your timeline where you want it. You put your attention where you put your timeline. And let them head trip on whatever they want to head trip on. Because that's love too. They deserve to push their, put their attention where they want it. But you have your own source of energy. And you're not giving it away to anybody. Where are you going to mean to You're going to give it to build that beautiful timeline. And because you have it there, now you're building it, right? Uh, um, So... So, it, 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 but if you can weather your doubts, this is the same thing. He's saying the same thing as I'm saying. If you can weather your doubts, especially at those critical moments, then you create the conditions for transcendence moving past that cycle that, you know, it has been looping. So in this 29 shadow exists the secret of what is generally seen as success. Success in life hinges upon two things, commitment and luck. But that's that's where I, I don't want to use that word because it gives your power away. The way that I, I see it is commitment and faith or surrender, you know, it's commitment and knowing, knowing God. Commit, I would say commitment and grace. Right. That would, I would say that's what I would say, because what you're, what you're doing is with the commitment, you're putting the attention on the timeline. And then with your uh, and because of that, you are creating those ripples because God is showing up automatically. Right. So because of commitment, you manifest what he calls lock, Right. You're, you're opening doors because you're not afraid because fear is what closes the doors. You go through life, you're afraid, you know, but there's a, a door just closed because you're afraid to walk through that one. But you walk through that one anyway and then you're still present, you know, because, you know, whatever shows up, you know, there's might be bullshit coming and you say, well, no, I don't want that. You're dodging shit, right? But at the same time, you're also open and receiving the gifts because you walk through that door. Uh, uh, so commitment is, and here, here, he's saying it right here. Commitment actually engenders luck, right? Failure means that you have remained stuck in the same old cycle and nowhere does this shadow have more relevance than in the field of human relationships. Since it is paired with the 30th shadow of desire, which we've been looking into it, this is the movement of these two programming partners, Jinky29 and Jinky30, uh, um, Since it's paired with the 30th shadow of desire, it leads to the beginning of many human bonds and alliances. It is through this coupling that so much confusion enters into relationships. All desire operates within clear cycles and these cycles must be honored even if they are not fulfilled. If a desire is honestly embraced, then its cycle will soon reveal itself. It may last a day or a year, but the cycle can never be wrong. This is not about social morality, but life energy. This is what he's talking about is honesty. Let's say you have a relationship. Let's turn it into fucking words that we can understand because this is like, okay, well, cycle. Blah, 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 blah. You know, it's simple. You're having a relationship and suddenly you don't feel like you want to be with that person anymore. You you express honestly the truth of what's going on, not from a place of the personality. You need to have a, a mature relationship here. Because if you have an immature relationship, people are going to take it uh, from that. I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy of love. And that's what creates the fucking drama. But if you have a mature relationship, the moment you, you exposed honesty, what the fuck is happening inside of you and the other person does, does the same, this strengthens the relationship, and a newfound attraction comes out of that because truth is attractive. And so, uh, so, so at that point, now you're you're. But but here's the thing: let's say that that happens, but at the same time, there's something else outside of let's say attraction or sexuality that now you want to go into this direction of life. Let's say you want to become you know, evil or whatever, you know, and the other person is, is, he wants to do good, right? At that point, there's going to be a split. I'm not saying that you want to be that, but what I'm saying is that you want to, you want to go on a journey uh, uh, that is not the one that they want to do. Because of that honesty, that cycle can come to completion. And what is ultimately these cycles? These cycles are cycles of honesty, to become to rule to truly uh, respect and and become commit committed you need to be honest to yourself do you really fucking want to do this like this maybe you want parts of it what parts enumerate them put them in, in in writing i want this and this and this and this and this and i don't want this and this and this and this and but everything needs to be based on your life You can't go around demanding stuff from people because this is what makes us weak. We go around in a relationship saying "gimme, gimme, 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 gimme." You can definitely make a statement like, "Well, we're gonna be monogamous," and then if there's that, there now you now you're dealing business right there. The other person says, "Okay, well now we got a deal." Right? And so the moment that the other person says, well, I want to go you know, hang out with this person, I say, well, that's not part of the ar- arrangement. I know. Okay, well, then we're going to dissolve that here. Okay, you really, really want that. Yes. Okay, well, that's the end of this. And I was clean and clear. And so beginning to think, okay, the cycle needed to end this or that way, it's, it's a mistake. The cycle is really a cycle of honesty. Where do you become honest to yourself, to your life, to your focus, to your presence, to your journey? And then those cycles can properly happen, right? So, uh, So this is not about social morality, but life energy, right? If a desire is honestly embraced, then its cycle will soon reveal itself. It may last a day or a year, but the cycle can never be wrong. In marriages, when formalized or internal, commitment is a built-in requirement. If sexual desire for another happens, it signals one of two things. Either the marriage is nearing the end of its cycle of commitment, or it is about to be strengthened through And and through an honest cooperative, grappling with the desire cycle and whatever that entails. That's exactly what I just said, right? What I just talked about. The twenty-nine shadow responds to most sexual desire out of fear. And that's the thing, you know, because we want more because we're afraid that whatever we have is not enough because we think we are not enough, right? Or you, from the beginning, you chose not enough and now you're just realizing, oh my God, this wasn't enough, so, uh, uh, um, so the twenty nine shadow responds to most sexual desire out of fear, which usually manifests as behavior rooted in either guilt or shame. These are all the fucking dramas that people create. The middle life crisis, you know, the cheating and all of that stuff. Even like the deviant shit, you know. That just degenerates, you know. It's not. It's not. It, it, it's not a healthy union. It's now. It's, t- it's turning into a power struggle. All of that stuff comes because ultimately we need to go back to that sacred wound. I am not good enough. I am not worthy of love. And 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 so uh, none of that is actually going to finish that cycle, because we're gonna end up because of that drama. Uh, uh, cutting that thing off, or making a drama that's going to destroy it, and then we're going to have to start over again, and, and it's going to be the same loop, and it's worse because these loops take years and stuff like that. So we're just, we're just bobbing on top of we're a bob on the water, bobbing, you know, not doing really anything, not going anywhere. So in this sense, half-heartedness means to hide your true feelings. Here we go. We're talking about honesty or follow them through in secret, which at this point is like, you know, what a lot of people do. You know, they, um, they're they having a true experience within, but they, can't, they know that expressing that will create change. So they want to just... And I, this is the nature of cheating, you know? People just know it's not happening. It's not happening. And this is destroying because it's dishonesty. It's not... It's, it, it, we're not becoming empowered. We're little fucking children hiding and jacking off in the fucking, or you know, going out there and having these affairs. You know, nobody knows. Hey, and then everybody knows. We all do that shit, and it's time to grow the fuck up. You want something? Fucking say it the way that it is. What's gonna happen? Your whole reality is gonna part, gonna fall apart. So be it. Go have that experience. And then you realize, well, what was I really doing? Maybe not. Maybe you're wise enough and say, well, I'm just really fucking up in my head with this head trip. Why don't I, you know, get my big pants, big boy pants up, man man up or woman up and say, what does, needs to be taken care of in my relationship right now and, and, and communicated with, with honor and with dignity and with love? And you will find out that the more you, uh, if you're in a right, what I mean by the right relationship, you are in a relationship that it's uh, you are uh, paired energetically with a person. It means that uh, you kind of like around the same level of energy, then all of this stuff and, and you have the same goal or a similar goal, a similar aim, right? You're going in the same direction. Then all of this stuff will just strengthen your relationship. But if it's not, then it will end it so that you can end that cycle and move to your next relationship. (laughs) So in this sense, half-heartedness means to hide your true feelings or follow them through in secret. This twenty-nine shadow can lead to all manner of unfortunate emotional situations and relationship disasters in life. This is basically, you know, the reason of divorce. And the reason for all the problems that relationships have. Because people are not fucking being honest with themselves and with their partner. They're hiding stuff like little children, right? It's time to grow up and have fun. Because when everything, all the cards are on the table, you can actually say, well, I want this. What do you want? I want that. Okay, well, can can we work together? Maybe. What do we need to do? And then you are now you're writing, you're creating reality with a partner, which is the most amazing experience to actually write a reality with with, with a partner. You can do anything whenever two or more are gathered in my name, I am there. You are epically fucking doubled, magnify your power if you can get on the same track. So as the old folk saying goes, a life lived in fear is a life half lived. It is an apt saying for this twenty-nine shadow, which can cause all kinds of emotional trauma for human beings, especially in the domain of relationships and material success. To live half-heartedly means that you never fully embrace and trust your decisions. <clears throat> to choose to put your attention somewhere <clears throat> is to make a decision. <clears throat> so when you have decided something, listen to your heart and you will find the peace. And guess what? There are decisions that exist beyond the choices that you think you're given. And those are usually the best ones. Never just settle for this or that. Because that's what the matrix usually gives you. Two fucking bullshit options that are that you don't want. You ask God, have that conversation, show me the money, <laughs> show me the show me, show me the unknown, show me the greatest possibilities, and not then, but later on you'll be just washing the dishes, and then you'll be like, "Oh my God, I could do that and it feel feels like a singing in your heart, boom, now that's your decision, and then commitment, <clears throat> but obviously, and we're gonna be looking into that tomorrow. We have to deal with our repressive nature. Reactive nature too, but reactive nature is not as hard. I guess for some people it is, right? But we're going to be looking into that tomorrow. But uh, uh, So to live half-heartedly means that you never fully embrace and trust your decisions. This shadow makes you constantly worry about your decisions and where they might or might not lead you. The great illusion of failure and success is that they are simply inner attitudes linked to your beliefs about yourself. Because ultimately, it doesn't matter where you go. It matters who you are now. What is your frequency vibration? How are you experiencing your life right now? At any moment, you have the power to shift your your attention to anywhere you want it. So you're navigating reality. You made a decision and it's suddenly you you know this isn't the right thing, not because you're shying from obstacles, but because it's not in alignment with your true self, with your authentic self-expression, with the God that comes from your heart, right? And, and this is when we have these awakenings, you know. And I'm not saying the midlife crisis doesn't hold... Uh, um, uh, uh, its own rewards, right? There is a reason for it. It's how we deal with things that either make our life work or make it make make more trouble, right? Uh, um. So the great illusion of of failure and success is that they are simply inner attitudes linked to your beliefs about yourself. It's all what we believe about ourselves, and this belief again, I keep talking about belief. Don't give your power away to believe. Beliefs are tools. But always aim that belief to the point that it's going to take you to the experiences that will give you truth. Because you can't live your life uh, with a foundation of beliefs because you're living a life that has a foundation on clouds. It's not solid. It isn't real. I don't care what your beliefs are. You use them. To navigate your reality, to move into a certain uh, to the future, but at the same time you're calling forth experience, and I'm not just talking about physical experience. It could be metaphysical, uh, personal, spiritual experience. You can know things internally, right? And that 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 takes you away from this from beliefs about yourself into realizing the truth. So to move beyond the domain of this twenty nine shadow, you will have to let go of all such ideas, and allow life to catapult you into and through the abyss of the unknown. So we're basically, this whole jinky is about trusting God. And God is the mystery, the unknown. Trusting God, trusting your connection to love, So that you step into the darkness, you step into nothing and keep going forward, manifesting the floor as you walk forward. It's about trust. Not trusting the humans, not trusting the personality, not trusting your past or your future or your fears, but trusting the unknown, trusting the mystery, trusting God. And and when you begin to do the spiritual reps on this one, there comes a time where you're just riding on this one because at some point there was nothing. Like this is when people, when they find themselves at the edge of the edge, that's when they say, God help because they have nothing else left. Why do you have to wait for that one? Don't wait for that one. Start doing your reps right now, right? Uh, um, <clears throat> so you must hold back nothing and be totally honest, both with yourself and others. There are so many rewards and fruits waiting for you if you can stand by your decisions and follow them through to their natural organic conclusion. So the key here, honest, trust God above everything. Be honest to yourself. What the fuck do you really want? Don't bullshit yourself, right? And if you don't even know, call God and say, what do I, what what the fuck is happening inside of me? And then you got your jinky hologenetic profile. You can learn how to find out these things. The map is there, right? And then be honest with other people in your life. And that will open doors, right? As As you learn to be honest with yourself and just keep moving forward into the void, right? Into nothing. God will manifest the unknown, the beautiful reality that we're all creating here. It comes out of the void, comes out of nothing. Because we're going, on, we're coming from a shitty world, right, that it's already made and it's crap. How are we going to create this thing? We got to bring it out from God. And that is trusting in that which you can't see, but you can feel it in your heart. So, we have reached the end of the episode today. Tomorrow, we're going to dive into the repressive and reactive nature of this shadow, overcommitting and unreliable. Uh, but uh, podcast is every day, Monday through Sunday. You can find us on every podcast app out there. And uh, uh, if you go to Jorn.tv, that's J O U R TV at the bottom on the About tab, you can find our social media links. And uh, uh, there's a Pioneers link also that will lead you to the, our interviews with Pioneers of the Great Awakening people that have found the gift in the midst of their dark night of the soul. And now they're giving it to the world. And if you are going through the dark night of the soul at the very bottom of Jordan.TV bottom right corner, there's a a support link. Click on that one and learn more about. We have a very specific coaching program where we help people move through their dark night of the soul. And it's not as hard as you think it is, particularly if you are at the the precipice right now. You can choose to trust God and fly instead of, of, of keep falling darker and darker and darker. You know, some people do need to go all the way down to the dark, but